is the Gamers Podcast Updates, here with episode 28, where we have E3 just passed, came and passed, we have all the updates, recaps of everything that just went on. So we're going to do this, splitting it in half, we're going to take the first half, where we're just going to throw everything that happened at E3 at you, show all the updates, all the games, everything that you can expect, then we're going to dive in the second half of this podcast, and we're going to start talking about what is our opinions and everything about the games that we think. So now we're going to let's jump right on in here with uh, our first one. So we got uh, Cyberpunk here is our first one we're going to be going in. So here, Cyberpunk was probably the biggest one. That's why we're starting off right away with it. This one kind of sold the show a little bit. Well, everyone was really hyped and highly anticipated and expecting for this game. Everyone was really hyped for it beforehand. And then there's one scene in particular we'll jump into a little bit that kind of sold the show with everything that happened with it. But there's one scene in particular that stole it. And we have this one right here. Yeah. Our our big surprise reveal that gave birth to a new meme. (laughs) Yeah. Keanu Reeves coming in. Taking Guys, over I, did, I didn't want to spoil it. I didn't want to spoil it. In case the people didn't see it, I didn't want to spoil it. But that left field came out of nowhere. Somehow they managed to keep it from being spoiled, and no one was able to leak that. Final Fantasy VII, when a lot of people were really waiting for, for when was this, 2012 that it was first announced? The first teaser of this one came? Years, it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. It's what it feels like. 20 years. <laughs> That's when the original came out. <laughs> so we finally have, after watching the beginning in Midgar many, many times, we finally have a release date on when the game's actually coming out. Quick update on it. It's going to be a three-part series game. First part's going to be mostly taking place in Midgar, it seems. And its release date is set for March 3rd, 2020. So this one's coming up soon. Heavily hyped. Heavily hyped game. Yeah. Maybe game of the year contender for next or year. Next one. Yeah, for next year. Might be. I think it's going to take my vote. Next one. We got, we got oh, Star Jedi Wars. Fallen Order. Yeah. After the cancellation of Star Wars, was it 1313 or 1616? I forget the numbers, but it was canceled. The big open world game. And now this one came out. And after like so many open world Star Wars games kept coming out and getting canceled, we finally had this one pop up and... Finally, it's stuck. It's coming out. And it reminds me a lot of the Force Unleashed, kind of with Star Destroyer they had going, where it reminds me of that kind of art style that uh, this November, too. So we have more on that in a little bit when we talk about our... I mean, I assume we have more on that in a little bit. Yes. Yeah. We'll go to more of the news after we do this quick run through. And feel free to jump in if you have anything more to say on these introduction to the games. Oh, you're doing fine so far. The only thing I was going to say about Star Wars was, uh, but we'll talk about it later when we get to the, as long as we have time for it. Marvel's Avengers. This was another, uh, I, when I first watched the trailer, it didn't look as great until this trailer at E3, and then it really sold the show. So we got this one coming out. I think this one's 2020. I, I missed early stages because I'm not as interested in it, so, but I might check it out of curiosity anyway. I was on the mix, and after this trailer, I'm a little more hyped about it. We have more information on this game, too. Another big one, Xbox fans, one that probably took their show, the biggest thing for Xbox, is the new Halo game. They always have their new Halo pulling them along. And this one, I felt started out a little slow, but... Well, they didn't reveal a lot of gameplay, which is very cinematic, and then you kind of get a little bit of a backstory, you know, with... uh a little bit of a story, but not much of what's going on. So, 
This one, I'll let you take away with Watch Dogs um, news. Yes. Take it away with Watch Dogs. Okay, so this is Watch Dogs. Uh, Watch Dogs was the you know uh, the much anticipated sequel to Watch Dogs Three. They just renamed it Watch Dogs Legion, and they came up with a whole new system for where you could play anybody in the game, any of the NPC characters you can basically control, from you know this flamboyant looking Miami guy to to that guy to even a uh, freaking. 70-year-old former assassin grandmother, <laughs> which is the character I am most hyped to play. But yeah, Seth takes place in London. Got all sorts of things going on. Going to be the best watch. Probably the biggest and best watchdogs to date. Elden Ring. This was a big game that a lot of people were hyped about because after the Game of Thrones ending with uh, George R. R. Martin teamed up with uh, yes. from soft some from software and this was given this was given us a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings kind of vibes yeah that's what I said I right when I was watching I was like this reminds me so much of Lord of the Rings it has to be inspired and then its name is Elden Ring <laughs> yes can tell you it's gonna be a lot like Dark Souls game uh, another big seller for Xbox that keeps them going around we got Gears 5. So Gears has the original trilogy was pretty much the selling point next to uh, Halo with the Xbox. Then Gears 4 was okay. You got Laura Bailey as voice actor, so that's good. And then Gears 5 now, continuing on with the new people of the storyline. And this had a surprise, too. What's that? This had a surprise, too. Surprise character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll jump more on that, too. Stick around. A lot of reasons, a lot of uh, cliffhangers to keep around with us. Next up, I'll let you take this with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, so, okay, we got Luigi's Mansion, of course. That still has no release date other than sometime potentially later this year. And then there's a new character, which the internet, I'm surprised, has not gone meme crazy over, called Gooigi. And you basically get to turn into goo, and there's reasons to turn into goo, and we'll explore a little bit more of that later on. But <laughs> a topic we're going to get into later if you stick around with us. Is yes, Luigi I'm- really dead in this game? Find out when we talk about this game in like five minutes. Dragon Ball, uh, we talked about this a while ago, the Dragon Ball Project X RPG game. Dragon Ball's games sell incredibly well. Look at every game they had. They were always high up on the selling. Even their last one, uh, Xenoverse, I think it was, or Dragon Ball Fighter. my bad. Dragon Ball Fighter Z was the one that overshot Street Fighter as the top fighter game in the game market. It broke their streak of winning every year in a row. So Dragon Ball games sell really well. Uh, not a big seller, but one that I'm hyped about, and I'm pretty sure you're a little hyped about here. With yes, Hari I am. I'm ecstatic for this. I uh, It was funny, we were watching this, okay, so it was Blair Witch, uh, based off the Blair Witch movies, of course, in the Blair Witch cinematic universe. As we're watching it during E3 Live, I'm like, oh, this one scene reminds me of that scene in the Blair Witch where the guy's in the corner, and <laughs> then they reveal it as Blair Witch, so... Yeah, yeah. For, looks like first-person horror, survival of sorts, uh... Not quite sure what's going on with it yet. I guess you're exploring the mystery of the Blair Witch. Not a lot has been revealed, but we will. Like I said, I don't like you said. I don't think it's going to sell well, but it's going to. It's going to. It's going to be good for the big horror fan, the top hitter horror fans, and it's good for us pretty much. Yeah, it gives me like that Resident Evil Seven vibes with that first person view and jumping on Dying Light Two coming out. Zombie Explorer. Zombies always sell well, no matter like you put them in anything and it sells. And this and Dying Light in general is a very unique title in the way it takes on its uh, its zombie action because you know it's very parkour based and very yeah. uh, 
you know, hardcore it's up the game. Yeah, if you if it didn't have that element, it kind of probably would just be like another. It would be a dead rising. Yeah. Point. So it stands on its own. They had a release date, but I don't remember what it was. This one, all RPG, highly RPG fans were huge into this one. Baldur's Gate going back from PlayStation 1 going into this. And we had a long, this was like a 20-year wait we had before Baldur's Gate 3 finally was announced. And and they announced it first at the Stadia conference. That's true. So we'll have more news on Stadia, too. So we'll see where that's going with... uh... Last one, not a big hit at all. Very tiny thing. I have no idea how this got past me. A lot of people probably don't care about it, but I'm big on VR. I'm big on reboots of the uh, the Chucky reboot I want to see. Now we have a VR Chucky game. That's just a little filler thing. I'm wondering if it's like a fan project or it doesn't really... I mean, if it's like some sort of... It's kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's type of thing. So I mean, it's got a unique art style to it, but... Interesting to see what you do. I guess I guess you kill. I, I think I've heard about this before, but uh, we'll get more into that later. What did we miss? We missed. Did we miss anything? I mean, oh. the only thing we really missed was uh, the Legend of Zelda sequel. But you know, oh, that right. there's not even much news on that yet. So yeah, I pulled these I directly know. from the E3 website. So if I missed any, uh, I guess they didn't see them worthy enough to be on this list. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the only major one. You know, I'm not including DLC for other games like Kingdom Hearts and Smash because those, you know, we already knew they were coming. Yeah, even Witcher Three had some new DLC coming out, and so with that, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into our likes and dislikes of. um, Oh, you take it away here, and yeah, so we can spray off the list here. I'm gonna have the trailers playing in the background to keep you entertained while we talk, but. Right away, the top three that I'm big on was, uh, I'm sure everyone watching the podcast or even just tuning in can see how hyped I was for Final Fantasy VII. Biggest mm-hmm. game for me is my all-time favorite. I was eight when I first got Final Fantasy VII. I was eight yeah, when I, I first got I was got looking at this and I'm like, this isn't Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I figured I'd play them down the order, but since I'm talking about VII, I'll play VII's trailer. Uh, I'm so happy to see returning characters, seeing them in high def. You see um, Weds, Weds and Biggs, seeing all the people. I'm really hoping it follows the original storyline. Already here, you see the first boss going in the first Mako reactor, destroying it. It seems like it's following right with the games, the original games. So I'm really hyped for that. I'm hoping they stick with that and they follow through everything the same way. I, I like that they added that kind of cool looking slow motion kind of combat thing in, in addition to the hack slashing thing. Ah, uh, yes. They had a name for it in the trailer, but I can't remember what they yeah. called it. For people who can't keep up with quick pace motions who said the game's too fast for them, they have a slow motion where it pauses. They had this in Final Fantasy XV, too, um, where it slows things down. Yeah, I thought that, that kind of... I like that element because it, it kind of gives it a more tactical approach to it because now you have to, to kind of think about what rather than kind of random button mashing in a way. So I kind of like that a little bit more. So I'm kind of I'm pumped that they did that. I'm definitely gonna check it out. I've never been a big Final Fantasy person myself, but you know I will check it out because it looks fun. Yeah. And the second biggest thing that I'm hyped about, and a lot of other are pretty much everyone else's Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, this is probably. See, I'm a little worried. This might compete with Final Fantasy VII Game of the Year. Is this this was set for 2020, right? 
I think so, yeah. Uh, because it definitely was, I think it was March, because there was a lot of March next year. Everything is coming out in March, and I think this yeah. is one of the March games. And, sure. uh, yeah, this is, um, you know, it was one, it was, uh, last year it won, uh, what was it, most hyped game at E3, I think at the Game Awards, or, yeah. uh, what was it, what do they call that, most looking forward to, or? I just call it the most hyped, sounds more game-like. I can't remember, they have an actual name for it, like, uh, but yeah, and, uh, and then, you know, of course, Keanu Reeves definitely sealed the deal there for a yeah. lot of people because, you know, a lot of people weren't even interested in the game until, but then when he came on, on stage, people were like, oh, well, this well, might be something I'm going to play now. Yeah, I stop you there. If it went from being the most hyped game, people weren't even interested in it. That doesn't go well, hand in hand. Well, no, I mean, I mean, for the, there was, for the nays, for a lot of the people who weren't interested, for the people who, mm. you know, the outside of that circle, the people who were hyped. For the other you know, people, the stragglers who are like that is, it's the world's biggest meme right here, right now. Oh, they didn't censor the finger. They didn't censor Xbox did, but they didn't. Oh yeah, they didn't. I just missed that. Well, I lost it. But yeah, Xbox. If you watch the E3, they were censoring everything. I'm not sure why, but when the Borderlands, I didn't show the Borderlands trailer. Why didn't they have that on there? But when they showed the Borderlands trailer, it was all censored. The middle finger was censored out. So weird. I was like, why are they doing this? Xbox new partnership with Nintendo. Well, actually, speaking of that's another news story for another day because, you know, they did just announce Banjo-Kazooie for Smash Brothers as one of the DLC. And I mean, I'm kind of over Smash at this point. I've played it. You know, it's 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 got its... Smash is one of those games I can play for maybe a month or two at a time. And then after I play through and unlock everything, it's kind of like only when friends come over, I kind of play it. Yeah, see, I can't I even go and unlock anything. It's not... Uh, but yeah, for me... But yeah, that opens up the level of the floodgates in a way, because, you know, when I was joking last year about Master Chief being in... <laughs> oh. You know, now, that, that's still a possibility. Yeah, days, but yeah, you said you had another you said you had another game that you were hyped for, and I'm going to cut you off there, but you mentioned that, and I was like, yeah. Oh, was my like, third one, right, Star Wars. This one... Uh, you had these, the original, the open world was canceled. I was hyped for that. The one that was supposed to play like the Mass Effect. Now we have this new one, which I kind of like this a little better. I take this more than a shooter Star Wars. I take the uh, Force Unleashed kind of fighting style. So I'm a little more hyped for this one anyway. As long as they do it well, it's EA. As long as it's not microtransaction, not the wazoo. Well, this was what I was going to mention earlier, but I think they did mention that for this game, they were not including microtransactions. They did say that. But, but now, you can whether say they have something to replace said microtransactions, yeah, whether it be some sort of season pass type thing that they never update, you know. <laughs> True. We'll find out. As long as it doesn't take the way of Dragon Quest Inquisition. Yeah, they'll be like, here, here's the micro... Here, yeah, I, I'm... I don't know what the hell they're planning, but, you know, I I think it will do okay. Like I said, it's not definitely, I don't think it's going to be Game of the Year material, but I think it might be a return to form for Star Wars games for actually, you know, not getting so bashed. Yeah. We'll have so. to see. It'll be interesting. What about you? What are your top three most hyped? Uh, top three. Before I get to my most hyped, I can tell you what I'm most disappointed with this year. Let's see. Oh, well, that's <laughs> a lot for me. <laughs> um, but, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get to my most disappointed. But, um, 
my my most hyped definitely Watch Dogs was on top of my list. I the second I saw that, I did not expect Watch Dogs to be to look well. The first few minutes of it, I was like, this is kind of looking stupid because I thought I kind of forgot about the whole NPC thing. I forgot they were doing that whole thing where they were you know adding multiple characters and I saw the bald guy in the beginning I'm like oh god this guy replaced the other guy and then uh, we don't have Aiden back anymore so I was thinking it was just one character but I love the whole idea of having multiple characters and having this whole you know that opens up so many potential possibilities for the story to go so many different places as long as it wasn't too pre-programmed to where certain characters die automatically regardless and you can't really do much with their endings. That's true. As long as it's, it's going to be huge with how many characters they had, it's going to be a huge game they made. But yeah, don't make this character die. If they die, change everything up based on that. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't go that route where they're like, yeah, so say this ex-spy guy dies and he has no choice but to die. He will come just die because he dies. And that's, you know, and that's, it doesn't give you that freedom. I'm really hoping they keep the freedom in it. And yeah. It has multiple endings and so many different ways you can go based off your actions. I'm hoping, but I'm hoping they don't mess it up. But yeah, Watch Dogs is probably my most hyped. And as far as the other, if I had to pick the other two games off the top of my head, let's see. What do, I'm going to go through the list here because I just kind of forgot what I had. Uh, Cyberpunk is good. There's your granny. <laughs> granny, yes. Get it, Granny. It's funny, I never cared for Watch Dogs until 1 and 2, I watched 2 play, I thought they looked kind of boring. I liked 1, 2 was terrible, 2 was awful, so I had no no expectations for 3 to look good. It's uh, the terrible 2 series, every single game, 2 is always the worst one. Except for Resident Evil. That's true, (laughs) Resident Evil 2, I guess if it's usually a trilogy, I guess that's for falls in. But yeah, it's what else? I, I just like, as you know, just, um, I was trying to think of what else I was looking I You know, Watch Dogs had all my hype. Blair Witch was another one that I was really hyped about. I know a lot of people aren't going to be hyped about Blair Witch, but I am a huge horror fan. I love horror-type movies. I love horror games. I love the whole thing. And what I love about the look for Blair Witch is I like that it potentially has, like, you know, this vibe to it where it might legit scare the crap out of me. Hmm. And that does not happen. Because what I loved about the original Blair Witch movie was that it was very psychological and everything was in your head. So they didn't really show a lot on screen. So you had to kind of imagine the horror yourself. And as a kid, you know, watching that as a 10 year old, Hmm. (laughs) you know, that was, you know, that was a lot of, that was like, Oh my God, what the hell's going on? And, See, but I also love that this has Silent Hill vibes, Resident Evil vibes. Uh, yeah, this. I was the opposite when I watched it. I think I was about the same age when I first watched Blair Witch, and I was bored as sin. Like I was like, this is not even scary. Although I came from like eight, I think I was six years old when I watched the first Halloween movie. Yeah, you were watching Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. and you know having like. And then I, I, was watching Friday, I was watching Friday the 13th when I was three and then having dreams that there was a mini freaking Jason at the bottom of my stairs and there was a, a secret hatch that I could escape out of and hmm. which funny enough is what Dead by Daylight ended up being. Uh, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> but like, um, but yeah, you know, like I guess I had the mini Jason in my dream because 
on the NES version of the game, he was like three feet tall. And <laughs> that was such a good game. Such a good. Oh yes, but um, let's see the third most hyped game. I would say out of Blair Witch. Oh god, this is a tough one. It's a toss up between. I want to try. Um. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, but I'm not hyped about it, and I think potentially Dying Light 2. I'm really hoping that that kind of expands on the first one, and I'm hoping they keep a lot of the elements of the first Dying Light, which I liked, which we were talking about, that whole parkour style, and that whole, you know, everything that you can do in the game that made it not just another... Yeah. Another run-of-the-mill zombie game. I'm really hoping that, you know, and I'm hoping you can do karaoke in a random tavern like that, in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, because why not? That's usually how they did it, where there's a little town, you leave the town to go kill the zombies, and you come back to your safety nest where things are going on, where people try to live normally. Yeah, and you know, uh, the, the thing I'm worried about, though, is in a lot of ways, it does look very similar to the first one. So there may not be a lot of, you know... Yeah, even the story-wise, it's saying the character comes in, you're already infected, and you're going through, I guess, trying to find a cure or trying to keep yourself alive, or, but it's following kind of similar to the same story route where you're fighting you against yeah. some other faction. So it feels more like a DLC or a continuation of rather than, like, you know, a whole new thing. That's kind of the same way I felt about Unrelated, but, like, the Uncharted series. I kind of felt the same way about a lot of those games. You know, Uncharted 1 and, you know, oh, they're all man. great games. Uncharted but then, like, was... Uncharted's the, um, what do they call that? Uh, there's a name for it, but I can't remember. It's something Epic Lodge, um, the, where it's pretty much... Four stories that are all one story, but that had to be played out in four separate parts. They yeah, call it a lot I, 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 know. I know what you're, I, I want to say. It's not episodic, but it's kind of in that realm. But I know what you're getting at. I can't think of the word right now. I'm going to think of it later and I'll be like, that's what it was. But yeah, uh, that's what I kind of feel the same way I felt about Uncharted. I felt like, you know, it was just kind of one big story and it was one big. Um, you know, it was just one. It was it, none of the games felt new. It just felt like a continuation, which didn't make. Which didn't mean it was bad. It just, you know, I couldn't tell what I couldn't tell you what one game from the other was. Uncharted's probably pretty much the last best big story based game that I've ever played. I don't think anything's going to compete with story wise as Uncharted, and it's kind of that's there. So they spin it off with his daughter. You know that's going to happen. I don't know if they will. It looks like they're kind of done. I would love if they did. I would jump all over that. Start a new uh, series. Speaking of that, side rant before we go to our rants about what we dislike about E3 this year. What I dislike is they're casting Tom Holland as young Nathan Drake in the Uncharted movie. What is that BS? Yeah, I'm not sure why they wouldn't keep um, Nathan Fillion with how well his fan-made trailer did. Yeah, that fan-made thing was freaking awesome. But I think what they wanted to do was, I think they wanted to go, like, in Uncharted, was it Uncharted 3 or 4? Uh, where you get to play as young Nathan Drake, like 14-year-old Nathan Drake. That's 4. And yeah, and um, so that's what I told you, I can't tell the games apart because they all blend together. Uh, <laughs> but you, you know, and how you meet Sully and everything and your, your bond with your brother and all that. I think they're basing it off of that. 
And I think the reason they're doing that is because they're choosing a young actor. Unfortunately, in this case, Tom Holland, who I just, I personally don't like. I like him. I just, I, I just, I don't know why. I just, there's something irritates me about him. I think he just looks like a unshaved garden gnome. No, a, sh- a shaven garden gnome. Hmm. And, uh, I thought he made a freaking piece of Spider-Man. Uh, you know, Toby is still my Spider-Man. Toby is good, but anyone's better than Andrew Garfield's. Oh, I loved Andrew. I loved him. He was probably the worst Spider-Man. Oh, good actor. Man. Terrible Take Spider-Man. That back. <laughs> good actor. But not a Spider-Man. His Spider-Man. Uh, his representation was cringe and awkward. Eh, I think that's what I liked. But anyway, um, we, yeah, but, aside, you know, like, that that was, I think they did that because they want to continue the story and evolve. So if they decide to do more movies, he's not going to be, like, 50 years old by the time they're doing the third movie. He'll still be 30 and yeah. still look, still look, so he won't look like, you know, he's playing Sully instead of yeah. Great. So I don't know. Going on to our E three dislikes, I can tell you mine. My main dislike. Yeah. I absolutely and this is gonna shock you. You are gonna be shocked. Hmm. I absolutely hated Nintendo's conference this year. Huh. That's funny because I am a little shocked and everyone else was all like everywhere I saw Nintendo was so good and I was like, I was bored out of my mind when I watched it. I what I didn't like what I, here's what I didn't like about it is um it kind of followed the same not the formula that in previous years like how uh every game they discussed mostly you already knew about kind of in like the past where yeah, like so, like Sony Sony did that a couple years ago where they had like the one E three and the next E three it was the same thing well this one is, is like the previous direct they revealed all this stuff and then here they're talking about it again it's like you are, we already know this. See, that was, was 2017. Little... Sony did so good, and in 2018, it was the same stuff. And it was a little overkill because it's like here, it's like we have three, three Zelda games <laughs> taking up, and then like if you're not a Zelda fan, this is wasting your time. I used to and be I'm a like... huge Zelda fan, and then Breath of the Wild kind of killed it for me. I'm alone on this opinion, but I didn't oh like no, Breath of, the Wild. Breath of the Wild was terrible. I mean, I, I mean. Do I think it deserved Game of the Year? I still think Super Mario Odyssey over Breath of the Wild. Out of the I five was all games, Horizon Zero Dawn definitely should have won. I you know, Horizon wasn't amazing to me, but that's where I felt the same about Mario. It was kind of just another Mario game. I didn't see the hype behind it. It, it, it I, I, I liked that you know you had the whole Cappy. I liked being able to control the souls of all your enemies. That was fun. Hmm. Uh, but, no, but what are they So we had three Zelda games. We had, you know, the Breath of the Wild sequel that gets announced, which you know is not definitely probably not coming to the Switch anytime soon. And if it does come to the Switch, it's gonna be one of the things where they did with the past. Like you have Breath of the Wild, where that came was originally slated for Wii U for like four years, and then oh my god, the Switch comes out, so we released it on the Switch instead. And then we have what was it, Twilight Princess? was supposed to be on what is it the GameCube? Yeah, the GameCube and, and went to Wii. And then it went to Wii. So it's like a thing they can completely do. And then of course they, you know, they gave us more details on um, on this one, which a lot of people which one is this Link's Awakening? Yeah. Uh you know, this they gave us a little bit more detail on this one. And a lot of people are not 
for the same reason they didn't like Wind Waker because of the art style. And uh, I didn't like Wind Waker because of the storyline. It wasn't even Link at that point. That didn't have anything to do with his descendant. It was a brand new story arc. But then you have the third game, which is uh, Cadence of Hyrule, which is kind of you know like a, a just a indie game that's featuring Link for some reason or mm-hmm. Zelda. I don't remember which one, but it's still basically uh, a Zelda game. And that took up a lot of that took up a lot of time. And then they had, you know, they had. I'm not an Animal Crossing fan, so that was a big. That's where I had um. Pull up. The best thing Nintendo had was Animal Crossing. I'm playing it right now. This oh was the best God. game they showed off at their Nintendo. The only thing that had me actually say, huh, neat. I I just, I never got into Animal Crossing. So here's, here's the reason. I mean, it's a lot of people are like, oh my God, they had so much content. And, you know, yes, they did have a lot of games that they were talking about for this year that were getting revealed. And they were very focused on games that were coming out within the next six months, which has been a very Nintendo strategy at E3. Which is great. Problem is, you know, there's games that are missing, such as Bayonetta 3. You know, there was the game from a new game from Game Freak called Town, which they seem to have completely forgot about. And, uh, you know, um, uh, this much rumored Metroid Prime trilogy. So there's a lot that was missing. But then what was there was a lot of the same kind of games that. You know, the very... You can, you can build your own pass now, man. Come on. Get the hell out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Just get the hell out of here. You're trolling now. Now, uh, so then, you know, they had these other games where, like, they're very much that... What do you call that? Like, that anime-style game? Oh, JRPG? Or, yeah, or a lot of those. And if you're not into that, I mean, it's not that I'm not necessarily into them. It's just the the ones that they're coming out with are no different than I can't tell two of them. I can't tell the two of them apart. <laughs> they all look the same. And uh, yeah, it wasn't. It just it for something. My main problem is when your highlight reel showing what is coming from both third parties and indie developers. When your highlight reel that's two minutes long is better than your whole presentation, <laughs> there's a problem. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Um, so that's why I was just very disappointed this year. You know, and I just, I, I don't know. I just wasn't, it wasn't a home run for me. Aside from Luigi's Mansion 3, you know, looking as good as it does, that was it for me. There was nothing. Then there was no big surprises either. They had The Witcher, but, you know, every, that, that's been talked about for months. And Resident Evil 5 and 6 are coming, but then, you know, you knew that was coming based off of how Capcom's relationship with Nintendo and Resident Evil is at this point. And then... You wanted to mention what's coming about 5 and 6? What is coming about 5 Resident and Evil 6? 5 and 6? You want to mention what they're doing? What are they doing? Because I missed it. You're the one who said... They're coming to Switch. Oh, Edward, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah, they were coming, they are doing a Switch book. But five is okay, but then, you know, six doesn't do much for me. I like six. Six was really good if you're like the story because they finally brought everyone together the way I was hoping for a long time and having everyone meet. Again, it's not, there was no, what got me is usually Nintendo has one big surprise or they'll have one or two big surprises that nobody was expecting. But this year, they just didn't have that. People knew Breath of the Wild was getting a sequel because the freaking 
you know, the producer, you know, was, oh my God, that guy scared me. So I was like, why are you talking to me? Uh, they were talking about it for a while. And I'm going to wrap this up with this part because I'm going to let you get on to yours. But uh, I lost it. I lost it. I just had it. It was uh, something about surprises. You know, they could have, you know, they announced last year in July that they had to be adding more content to Mario Kart, like another DLC. But then they completely dropped that. So, I don't know. I was just upset with that. They had an underwhelming... Uh, EA was very underwhelming as well, but only because, you know, Star Wars was their only good thing, and then they had sports games. FIFA. Yeah. Matt. EA is always <laughs> underwhelming, I feel, though. But I'll let you get yours so you could wrap it up, and then... Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll jump on. Uh, since I had really quickly talking about the Avengers game, I'm just going to rush through the people. They showed the um a little uh, demo of all the people, how they play. So... Iron Man, they said he had huge potential, but pretty much his gameplay was just flying around, dodging things in the air. And they said his was kind of like underwhelming. Hopefully it gets better. They can use a lot better the way he's flying out. Um, Thor is pretty much a lot like um, Kratos in God of War. They fight the same, same combat type of thing. The Hulk is pretty much just get really fast momentum, charge and hit into things and just smash your way through. Captain America fights a lot like Batman in the Arkham games. He's mm-hmm. That's kind of the same combo like moves. He fights just like that. And uh, Black Widow, she fights with uh, martial arts kind of things. A lot of her moves are flipping around, throwing people around. What does Hulk do? What's it? What does Hulk do? Oh, momentum. Just gets he a lot of momentum and smashes into things. He smashes things. He's going to smash, yeah. smash Black Widow. Proud. Oh, there's a... He probably, <laughs> probably already did that once before. Oh, there's a video. <laughs> there's a fan fiction. Yeah. Well, no, they made it in their movie. That's what it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't see the movie, so the latest one, so. Yeah. I know I, I accidentally spoiled it when Daniel was watching it, so that's hilarious. I still didn't see the newest one yet, though, either. A lot of I people. Uh, so, one thing, these companies are making all these articles like, People are outraged because the characters in the game look nothing like the characters in the movie. And all the comments were all like, uh, who is the one outraged? I don't see any comments saying people are outraged. In fact, we say it's a pretty good thing. And so all these articles are falsely trying to... uh, I'm not sure why they're trying to bring the game down when fans are not buying it. They're all like, no one's ever said that. We actually think it's kind of cool. So I'm not sure what's going on there. I mean, are they supposed to look like the characters in the movie? Or? No, because the movie, you can go off of anything. The comic book characters, you can make them. There's a lot of different things. But, can, I mean, they look like the characters. Like, you know who they are by yeah, the, once you see so like, like, you're looking at. See, like, I could tell Black Widow is, and I could tell who Hulk is. I could tell who Thor is yeah. just by an Iron Man. Like, they don't need to look a certain way like yeah. they have their distinctive <laughs> yeah they all can they can look a little different it's a game you don't have to base it on the movie they can have a different look plus it's Troy Baker coming in as uh, Hulk I think and you got all these other people voicing them it's not the I, people from the movie I, so they don't have that's to what I think sometimes people forget is that a lot of times in these situations you you know these these are small game studios not a lot of them are small I mean a lot of them they have a much smaller budget than, you know, a film studio does. And so you're not going to be able to necessarily get uh, um, 
Oh my god, I almost I almost called the actor Tony Stark instead of um, <laughs> Robert Downey Robert Jr. Down- yeah, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> You're not gonna be able to get Tony Stark to do your voice. Um, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> your voice. And you're not going to be able to get all these, you know, big A-list movie stars to come in because they're going to want, you know, millions of dollars to voice the game. So you're going to go with a lower budget actor so you can afford because you don't have that high of a budget. And plus, you know, there's also, remember people, this is based off of comic books. So some people act as if only the movie exists and if there's no source material. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot so, more to go on. They, so, they could just draw from so many sources. They don't have to draw from the movies. There's 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 decades of comics to, to draw upon. Yep. Many different versions. Pieces. So uh, we're at our time limit. So to end, uh, we're going to bring our original topic, our original question back up. Is Luigi uh, dead? You know, uh, they, they, I think in that, when, when the, in that Smash trailer, and they killed him in Simon Belmont's castle. Simon he's Belmont. Dead. I'm going with two. He's dead. Now he's hunting. He's there you go. Look at there's even his own ghost form. See, there's Luigi. Luigi. And I'm surprised it's not a meme yet. That needs to be a meme. Get on it, internet. <laughs> Good old Simon Belmont. Castlevania is what we need more. Luigi's of. like, I ain't afraid of these spikes. Watch out of my way, bitch. <laughs> I love They should make it a two player uh, game at this point. You know, they have, um, they have it as a local co-op, but I'm hoping they do it online. Nintendo doesn't know what they're doing with online, so, ugh. That's true. I'm really hoping that they, uh, they might do. But, you know, before, we are out of time, but I did want to mention one thing. We do have our upcoming side project, our side podcast, the spinoff of the Gamer Jesters podcast, the Jesters of the Roundtable. Yeah, come and- talk at the Roundtable. Yeah, it's a roundtable discussion. It's basically a discuss- well, discussion slash debate, depending how you look at it. And, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about hot topics and, you know, sometimes potentially controversial subjects. There's going to be some silly ones in between, too, like such as, is Luigi dead? And we can debate that, that kind of stuff. And um, But then there'll be other stuff that's more heavy hitting, like, you know, abortion and gun control. And not that they're in the same realm. I mean, they're... I mean, I guess they could be, but... <laughs> you, never, you never know. I don't want to touch but, that one. <laughs> but if you want to touch that one, then come on. Uh, you get at us and uh, on our socials, and we will get you on the show. And I just had someone respond to me. Uh, it's a woman. You know her. She said she'd love to. Oh. So, Look at so, that. Yes. We have, so if you're watching, we'll have a show going on Friday nights. I try to do it 9 p.m. Eastern time. So get at us and we will get you. Like I said, just when you, you want to be on the show, get at us. And if you're good, you might be a recurring panelist. So there we go. And with that, we'll, um, I goofed up. I don't have my closing outro clip. So we're just going to end it without an outro this week. Or we could just make one up. That's that worked. That's your outro. And with that, see you guys next week. <laughs>